Hello, and welcome to Health Hacks with Dr. Laura, a mini episode of the Well Women podcast coming to you bi-weekly in order to help you hack your life. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Health Hacks with Dr. Laura. I am your host, Dr. Laura. Today, I want to talk about something that if you're a patient of mine, you know that I talk about all the time, Um, but something that really when we're dealing with your hormone health is so critical, and this is looking at your personal care products and something called endocrine disruptors. And so we talk about and we see in advertisements a lot about finding clean products and cleaning up your life. And, And so today, I really want to focus on not just the life, whole life aspect, but just on products, because I find that especially with women, we're marketed these specific products, whether it's for acne or anti-aging or that sort of thing, and we're marketed them in a way that if a product is clean, they often break the bank. So I want to give you some of my suggestions of uh, products that you can get that are clean, that aren't going to break the bank, and that your body will thank you for. Because oftentimes, my patients are feeling overwhelmed that they have to buy certain skincare lines that are free from all of these ingredients, which is good. But oftentimes, lots of people don't have the money to spend $60 on a moisturizer and $70 on a mask and $80 on a face wash. So um, I've basically found some products, and I'll kind of share my tips and tricks of products that I like that have been shown to be really clean and, and easily found, especially in Canada and not having to get from the States. So first thing I want to mention, a resource that I use and I'm going to be using For this episode, the Environmental Working Group, they have tons of information. If you're looking for anything from food, we're looking at Dirty Dozen, Clean 15, when we're trying to shop organic, uh, looking at product ingredients, looking at chemicals and how they impact your hormones, look for the Environmental Working Group. They do a lot of work on, on basically getting us the information we need about regarding these chemicals. So Let's just talk about their list of chemicals that should disappear from cosmetics. And so the first one is phthalates. If you know me, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably know I talk about phthalates. And so phthalates have actually been linked in studies to reproductive abnormalities in baby boys, reduced testosterone and sperm quality in men, and early puberty in girls, which is really scary. Uh, These are going to be found in your cosmetics, and they actually might be hidden uh, in something called fragrance. Unfortunately, there is in certain jurisdictions, there's no regulations as to what we can call fragrance and what we can umbrella that under. So companies oftentimes will use that as a way to kind of get around labeling something as phthalates, especially because consumers are becoming a lot more aware when we're looking at our ingredients that if we see something that says phthalates, we're like, oh no, that's that I was told not to have that. So a lot of times we have to really be careful and this goes with this goes for food this goes for your products whatever you are putting on your body treat it the same as what you would put in your body so again we're looking for ingredients 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 and really getting used to reading labels before we make a purchase second thing is um formaldehyde releasers and so Certain cosmetics will have chemicals in them and they're designed to, when mixed, generate a little bit of formaldehyde, which acts as a preservative, keeps product from growing mold and bacteria. Um, But formaldehyde has been considered a carcinogenic 
And so certain formaldehyde releasers include, and I'm going to list some of the names. It's called DMDM Heidentuan. I am, sorry, I'm going to try to pronounce that. Imidazolidinylurea, diazolidinylurea, and quaternium-15. So see a crazy word you don't understand and Google it and see if it's a formaldehyde releaser. Um, you'll find these in shampoos, conditioners, bubble bath, personal care products, even one that you'll find intended for children, which is pretty scary. Uh, 2010 study found that nearly one-fifth of cosmetic products contained a formaldehyde releaser. Johnson & Johnson has been trying to phase these out. And so it's it's looking hopeful. Again, consumers are becoming more aware. We're asking for products that are not harmful or dangerous to ourselves or our children, which you think wouldn't be a lot to ask, but they're, they're starting. The next ingredient is called a paraben. So a paraben, again, is used as a preservative. And so these actually can act as estrogens and they actually disrupt our hormone signaling. A recent study through Harvard linked one type of paraben to impaired fertility in women. Um, now, they're found in numerous products, and this is one of the ones I advise my patients to stay away from, avoid parabens, and you will find these quite easily on products, and you will be surprised. Um, you'll see polyparaben, propylparaben, you'll see isobutylparaben, you'll see methylparaben, you will see anything, the, the name will basically be like something, paraben, and you know to stay away from that product. And I've seen um, I've seen parabens in a lot of common products you will find at like Shoppers Drug Mart, at Walmart, at Rexall. Uh, be cautious, especially when you're buying your makeup products, that mascara or that foundation. We want to make sure it does not have a paraben in it, and I can't stress that enough. Another ingredient is triclosan and triclocarban. So triclosan is a bacteria-killing chemical, and it's often used in toothpaste, and this is to prevent gingivitis. It's found in liquid hand soaps, body washes, clothing. It can even be found in cutting boards and other household things. It has been found to interfere with thyroid signaling, as well as male and female sex hormone signaling. It is the active ingredient in some bar soaps, and research has linked it to reproductive abnormalities in laboratory animals. So again, um, these chemicals should not be in your products, but they often are. So look for them in your hand soaps and everything else um, and avoid them. And that's why opting for a natural toothpaste might be a good idea to go triclosan free or look for a, a non-natural toothpaste that doesn't have it. Uh, I don't know specifically of one, but if you do, feel free to reach out and I can share it with the rest of the listeners. Another ingredient is called retinol palmitate and retinoic acid. So these are often seen in anti-aging skin creams. Um, and these are basically shown to speed up the development of cancerous lesions on sun-exposed skin. And people who wear these have been shown to be at risk for certain skin cancers. So I would avoid products that contain any of these sort of ingredients, and a lot of these will be given for acne treatment or whatever else. So just make sure you're talking to your healthcare provider and you're really weighing the pros and cons of being on something like that. And so those are the, the main ingredients I'm going to talk about right now. And so what I want to do is actually 
highlight a couple products that I really like with respect to clean products that aren't going to break the bank. And so I want to start with kind of where I find them. Um, well.ca is an amazing, amazing resource. And so basically it is, you can go on it and you can look at your skincare. So you can either search like moisturizers or you could search uh, face wash or anything like that. And you can start to look at brands. And the good thing about well.ca is that you can actually, once you search something down the left-hand side, you have filters. So you can actually check by brand at the bottom. So they have by brand at the top. And then when you go at the bottom, you can actually look at product features. So if you're looking for something that's vegan, if you're looking for something that's non-GMO, um, usually if you check off something like organic, uh, you will find a product that will also be free from a lot of crap ingredients just by nature of it being organic. Um, so you can play around with it, but what you're going to do is you're literally going to click on a product and read the ingredients. And so they have a full list of all of the ingredients. And so right now I'm looking at this brand skin essence, and this is a moisturizer serum. And if I look at the ingredients, we have, um, Jojoba seed oil, rosehip seed oil, macadamia nut oil, apricot kernel oil, orange oil, kukui nut oil, neroli flower oil, jasmine oil, evening primrose oil, and then a vitamin E and zinc oxide. And literally that's it. So these are the types of things you're going to be looking for when you find a product. And now two brands I'm going to highlight. One is called Sukin, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. However, this is a great line of products, S-U-K-I-N. And they pride themselves on being free from a lot of ingredients. They have everything from hand wash to facial masks to cleansers to scrubs. Um, they have sensitive, sensitive face washes. And I really like their products. They have good day creams, moisturizing night creams. Um, and really, you can just kind of look through and see what you like. They have serums. They have different oils. And they really don't break the bank. Like, for example, their face wash is, so there's a facial scrub for $15. Um, a really nice clay mask that I like is $18. So really, you're not breaking the bank, and you know you're getting good quality ingredients. So what I would do is go on well.ca, search it, and then you're looking at the ingredients. Again, you're making sure that it doesn't have anything that sounds unrecognizable in its ingredients and that's really the key so this really doesn't and you can actually head to their website and see what they leave out and they really highlight what they leave out so they have on all of their bottles no petroleum or mineral oils no synthetic fragrances no animal derivatives no artificial colors no harsh detergents no propylene glycol um, no phthalates, no triclosan no sulfates no parabens no silicones and no EDTA and that's for all of their products so you know you're getting something that doesn't have anything you don't want in it and so I really like this brand and they have lots of uh, they have a huge line of products for really all skin types I also find that in my personal opinion when we're treating specific skin concerns and we're looking for that anti-aging or that anti-acne I find that 
a lot of these products, a lot of acne and eczema and psoriasis and things we're treating on the skin are usually take a lot of internal work. So I find that just getting that miracle product on the outside isn't going to do as much as you'd hope. So a lot of these companies will kind of uh, draw you in by saying they have clean products that are going to that are going to change your life. And really, I haven't seen um, in somebody who, let's say, is an acne sufferer. Uh, or they have lots of blackheads or or whatever the, the skin problem is, which sometimes the cause is a little bit genetic as well. I really haven't seen great results with them going to these miracle products that they're paying $70 for a cream or a, a skin wash or, or a cleanser or anything like that. So I can tell you that the, that the work on your skin-specific problems, albeit acne, blackheads, whatever the problem is, takes a lot of internal work. And so I always say, find something that cleanses your face, makes your skin feel good, doesn't dry it out, and doesn't have crappy ingredients. And those are really the keys. And then you can kind of work on everything else. Obviously, you don't want something that makes you react. So uh, for example, Sukin has a, a sensitive care line, so you could try that. Uh, but the products are really well-priced, and I like that for a starting point in cleaning up your life. Another brand that I really like is called Derma E. I find that they, and they're also on well.ca, I find that they focus a lot more on uh, concern specific. So they do have a line for dry skin. They have a line for acne. So if that's more up your alley, they are a little bit more expensive than something like Sukin. But again, you aren't breaking the bank. They have a really good sunscreen that is basically clear of, of, of uh, crap in your products. They have facial peels. So a little bit more advanced, um, a little bit more condition specific. They have a really great vitamin E cream. They have eye cream. So they kind of get a little bit more uh, specific and targeted when it comes to that. But again, there's no crap in, in their products. Um, they are, they are set on, again, 100% vegan, cruelty-free formulas, no parabens, no SLS, no petroleum no mineral oil, and no artificial color. So again, read your ingredients before you are purchasing your products wherever they are, how expensive or how cheap. It doesn't matter because I've actually purchased uh, the expensive products and they really don't make a difference in terms of being cleaner or not. It has no bearing. So when you're looking at your products and you're deciding on what products to get, just know that when you're choosing something that is more expensive, it doesn't mean it's better for you. And I've seen it time and time again. So you're going to have to be your own advocate, reading the ingredients um, and making sure that you don't have things that you that you don't want in your products. So that's pretty much it for um, chemicals in commonly found and commonly used products. Uh, in terms of shampoos, I've tried uh, Live Clean. I find that shampoos are a little bit more difficult because you want your hair to feel clean and soft, uh, but you also don't want to use chemicals. I'd actually love to hear your feedback on what specific shampoos that you like. I've tried Live Clean and I really like it. And I'm sure there's other ones that are fantastic that I am hesitant to try because I kind of stick to old faithfuls. But let me know. Um, give me feedback. Uh, Laura at laurapiper.com. That's P-I-P-H-E-R. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so I can continue bringing you fun content 
always let me know if there's something that you want to know more about and enjoy your day. Thanks guys. This has been another episode of Health Hacks with Dr. Laura, a mini episode of the Well Women podcast. Stay tuned for full episodes of the Well Women podcast released every other Monday. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks.